Hello, and welcome to the IP Podcast, brought to you by Danes, one of Europe's leading firms of specialist patent and trademark attorneys. The IP Podcast is all about intellectual property and how IP can add significant value to startups and SMEs, particularly when they are looking to grow and finance that growth. So if your company is investing in patents or trademarks, or considering doing so, then this podcast is for you. We'd love to hear from you on what areas of IP are important to your business. So please email us at info at and we'll aim to cover these issues in a future podcast. Also, if you do enjoy this podcast, please remember to subscribe for future episodes. Hi there, my name is Ollie Bonser and welcome to this episode of the IP podcast. I'm joined again by Dr. Mark Bell, one of our patent attorneys in the Danes engineering team. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Hi, Ollie. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Doing well. Working at home seems to have become the new normal, doesn't it? So, uh, you know, I've been working with colleagues, clients over video conferencing. That seems to be working well. So we're pretty much operating as normal, which is good. Great. Glad to hear you're well and coping fine with the lockdown. So the last podcast, we discussed the importance of having an invention capture process and also the very first steps in the patent application process. You also very briefly mentioned confidentiality and ownership and that this follow-up podcast would cover both of these topics. However, as these are both really important issues, we've decided that we should give each of them the time they deserve. So today, we'll just be covering confidentiality and why it's so important to keep your idea secret, how to keep it secret, and who you can discuss your ideas with, and so on. And in the next episode, we'll cover the issue of ownership, and who actually owns the rights to the idea or invention. So Mark, should we dive straight in and talk about confidentiality? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so Mark, is confidentiality at an early stage of an idea really that important? And if so, why? Yes, it is important, um, is a short answer. So for a number of IP rights, particularly patents, it's important to keep details of the invention and the innovation that you've developed secret before the rights are applied for. That's particularly the case, as I say, for patents. And so keeping it secret is important before a patent application is filed. If you were to make the details of an invention public, even if that's only to a very limited audience, this generally prevents you from obtaining valid patent protection for your invention. So it's really important to keep an invention confidential before you file your patent application. So, for example, occasionally we do see clients publicizing their inventions on YouTube videos, in flyers, sometimes even on their own websites. And unfortunately, this counts against them and prevents them from obtaining a valid patent in most countries if they haven't filed the patent application first. And even things like discussing an invention casually down the pub with your friends can count against you. So you do need to be really careful. There are some IP rights, some other rights, um, such as trade secrets. Think of, say, the Coca-Cola or the KFC recipe that depend on the details being kept secret forever, or at least as long as it's important to be kept secret. But then there are some other rights, such as trademarks and copyright, where it matters less. And actually, for copyright, for example, the publication of the write the work that's what generates the copyright and as we'll touch on for trademarks actually using your trademark before you file for it can have some advantages. 
And is this the same all over the world? Generally, yes, though there are some exceptions and it obviously legal systems differ and it differs between all the various IP rights. Giving one example, in the US, you're able to file a patent application up to a year after you've published details of your invention, and we call this a grace period. However, even in the US, it's still advisable to file your patent application before you release details as you publish your, your invention. This concept of a grace period, as I mentioned, it also differs between different IP rights, and so... When you're talking about registered designs, in most countries, you're able to file a design application up to a year after you've made the details of your design public. So you can start selling your product first and then apply for a design application later if you want to. And is there any kind of particular way you can can combat this? So the simple, straightforward way to avoid prejudicing, I think here we're talking about patents, to stop you prejudicing your right to obtain a patent is just to keep the details of your invention secret before you file your patent application. However, as we'll go on to, this doesn't necessarily mean that you can't tell anybody about your idea. So who can I tell about my idea if I kind of want advice early on? And how do I do this safely? So you can tell people under certain circumstances about your idea and still retain the confidentiality of the idea as long as you tell them in confidence, if that isn't too much of a tautology. Okay, so what does that actually mean in practice? So I'll give you some examples. If you were to develop an invention at work, it's generally accepted that if you discuss the idea with your immediate colleagues, that's taken to be confidential and won't count against you obtaining a patent. However, if you wanted to talk to someone outside of your company, such as a consultant, customer, supplier, that sort of person, it's really important that before discussing things with them, you first make them aware that what you'll be discussing with them should be taken as confidential and needs to be kept that way. The best way that we advise our clients to do this is to draw up and sign a non-disclosure or confidentiality agreement, commonly known as an NDA. And this helps to give some legal certainty to all those parties involved and also helps to clarify things if there is ever a dispute. Us as patent attorneys, we're under a professional obligation to keep the matters that we discuss with our clients confidential. So you can talk freely with your patent attorney about your new ideas, even without having to draw up an NDA, and they're under an obligation to keep that secret. So the take-home message is, if in doubt, keep it secret. If you need to talk to someone about your idea, make them aware that it's confidential, ideally by drawing up an NDA. That's for if that person is outside of your company, your immediate colleagues, and isn't your patent attorney. Okay, so an NDA is pretty, pretty crucial. One issue that we see quite often is that people or companies often start selling their product as they're really keen to get their business or a new product off the ground. But only then do they think about the IP and protecting anything which might be worth protecting. I'm assuming there's quite a big danger in doing this. Absolutely. Yeah, don't do it. Um, Speak to a patent attorney first. 
as we've already discussed for a patent, any disclosure of your invention before a patent application is filed can be fatal and stop you obtaining a, a patent for it with the limited exceptions such as the US where they've got a grace period. So selling a product generally prevents you from obtaining a patent for any invention that's inside that product. However, we work with our clients to meet their commercial deadlines for launching products, going to conferences to talk about their inventions and the like. So filing a patent application need not get in the way of something like that for you to launch your product. Okay. What about kind of worst case scenarios? What if someone I've told my idea about either steals my idea directly or they tell someone who then steals it and uses it to make money before I do. What rights do I have, both if I do have patent protection and if I don't have patent protection, and what should I and could I do? Gosh, Ollie, um, you've opened a real can of worms there. (laughs) But it's a really important question, um, and we could actually spend a whole podcast on it. So I'll try and answer it briefly. Essentially, it will very much depend on the facts. So the things we're looking at are, say, did the person who allegedly stole your idea, did they understand that you were discussing it with them in confidence? You know, was an NDA in place? And did they have any involvement in the development of the idea? As we'll go on to discuss with ownership, they may well not own the idea and so don't have any right to that. And so they may well have no right to exploit that as you do. And furthermore, they may have breached your confidence. If it wasn't in confidence, then you may well have shot yourself in the foot and it may be a difficult situation to recover. However, if you had told them in confidence, then there may be ways to remedy this and actions that you can take. So briefly, If you've got patent protection, you may be able to enforce your patent against them, but you need a granted patent for that. If you haven't got protection and you have told the other person that they were to keep the invention secret so that they were under an obligation of confidence, there are circumstances under which you can still get patent protection. This is quickly getting very complicated from a legal perspective. So that's definitely one instance of when you should talk to your patent attorney. Okay, we'll leave that one there for now. But in in summary on this kind of confidentiality, what is the most important thing about confidentiality that you would recommend or suggest? So as I mentioned before, file a patent application while an invention is still secret before discussing it with other people. If you absolutely need to discuss it with other people, make sure they realise it's confidential, ideally by drawing up an NDA. If you make a mistake or someone steals your idea and your invention becomes public knowledge, there may be some ways in which you can rescue the situation, but it could be too late. And then for other IP rights, it may matter less that you keep things confidential, but obviously there's things like trade secrets where it absolutely has to be kept secret. Okay, so it sounds like the best advice is that you should firstly speak to a patent attorney who can draft and file your application while the invention is is still a secret. But if you do need to discuss your idea with anyone else before you speak to a patent attorney, make sure that they know it's a confidential conversation, ideally by using an NDA. Exactly. Great. Thanks for that, Mark. Perfect. So what we're trying to do is keep each episode of this podcast to around 15 minutes. So it looks like we still have time to hear about anything of interest you've recently seen relating to IP, Mark. 
Yeah, thanks, Ollie. So at the moment, everything in the news seems to be relating to coronavirus. So I thought for a bit of variety, I'd look further afield this week. And something further afield, definitely further afield in space has caught my eye. Uh, So just today, the UK Space Agency has announced that they're going to dispense grants of a million pounds that's in in total, for smart new solutions to collecting space junk. So space junk is all of those objects that are redundantly moving around in space that are being created from the breakup of other things like satellites and rockets that have been launched into space previously. And apparently there are about 900,000 of these objects circling over the Earth in space. And yeah, it's a lot of lot of objects and they cause real problems because even though they can sometimes only be quite small, they can be traveling really fast. And if they collide with a satellite, they can damage it or in worst case scenarios, either knock it out of its orbit. So it's rendered useless. And I know that this is a problem because one of my clients, Oxford Space Systems, has previously designed a solution for this involving a harpoon which launches out and captures bits of space junk and then brings it back in to capture it. So it'd be interesting to see what new solutions are developed to try and address this problem of space junk because without getting rid of it, it will mean that there's less space up there for new satellites to be launched. And as we know, you know, we're we're in a world where we're moving to having more and more communication for more and more parts of the globe and that requires more and more satellites to be up there. So the space up there needs to be safe for them to be around. So even though there is a a huge amount of space in space, it sounds like there's not enough space to accommodate all the different satellites and things that are being put out there by mankind. Yeah, I think it's probably an issue of the risk. And it's not that this space junk is colliding with satellites all the time. And, you know, it's like, you know, a congested road up there. It's more that it's really quite expensive to launch something into space. And it's going to be up there for a long time, you know, years and years and years. And you want it to be safe and not get damaged while it's up there. So even though, as you say, there is a lot of space, because it's just a say a fraction of a percent of a chance that it could be damaged by this space junk and there's there are so many of these objects up there it's worth doing something about it so if there are any technology companies out there there's lots of grants UK space agency are giving out a million pounds in total to develop these solutions okay great thank you mark that's that's Useful and interesting. It's just a quick quick question on that. So you, you mentioned one of your clients uses a harpoon to kind of capture this some of this kind of space junk. Where does the kind of the harpoon come out from? Is is that from its own kind of satellite, or how does that actually actually work? Yes, it's from a satellite that's been launched into space, and it pings out from the the harpoon, catches the object, and then it retracts and pulls it back in. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. And thank you for your time today. I hope that all of our listeners have found this episode interesting and informative. If you'd like to contact Mark to discuss any either confidentiality issues or anything IP related, please do email him at mbell at danes, D-E-H-N-S dot com.
Finally, as mentioned at the start of this podcast, in the next episode, we'll be discussing various issues around ownership of IP rights. But for now, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the IP Podcast, brought to you by Danes. If you'd like to contact us about any IP-related issues, please email us at info at danes.com or contact us via LinkedIn, Twitter or Facebook or visit our website, danes.com. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already.